welcome to this Sunday morning meeting podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's message is by Paul Abel. So today's theme is soused and we've begun to experience that in the worship already. And when we've had uh, this Q&A with the guys, um, then we will be moving into uh, a coming communion together. And when we've had communion together, or as we have communion together, we're really going to spend some time soaking in God's presence. Hallelujah. If I could ask the Q&A team to come up, please. Uh, That would be great. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) They're all doing other jobs, so they're all running around the room in a calm and orderly manner, uh, so they can be up here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, soused. It's a great word. You often find it used in cookery when it's talking about fish. It means to marinate, to soak the fish in oil. And God is soaking us in his oil this weekend. He's soaking us in the oil of the Holy Spirit. On Friday night, we were using the Jesus prayer, remember? Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on us. And I was reminding us all of the word that the word mercy is, comes from the same root word for oil, being saturated, being soused in the oil of the Holy Spirit, which brings health, which brings life, which brings vitality, which brings boldness, which brings courage. But amusingly, it can also be used as a slang word. Uh, I got well and truly soused last night. I didn't, I hasten to add. uh, I got totally step-laddered. It means to get drunk uh, when you can use it in a slang way. And of course, that's what happened at Pentecost. The, uh, the, the, The crowds of people seeing those who've been affected by the Holy Spirit thought, oh, wow. They're, they're, they're drunk. They're, they said that they've been on the wine. Uh, and this was obviously so much a feature that when Peter stood up to address what was going on, Peter had to say, look, these people are not drunk as you suppose. Come on, it's only nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, you might find somebody drunk at nine o'clock in the morning, but you're not going to find a whole crowd of people drunk at nine o'clock in the morning, are you? So they obviously, why, why did people think they were drunk? Well, I think another clue is in what Paul says in the letter to Ephesians. Now, this is just moving on from leading us deeper into him. Okay, so chapter four, chapter five, we've got Paul writing, uh, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. He's picking up on this, uh, on this connection again that was being talked about uh, in uh, Pentecost, okay? So he says, you don't want to get drunk on wine because that leads to behavior. The word debauchery, it means behavior like the prodigal son. It, it means all your safeguards go down and you'll do things that you wouldn't have otherwise done. It, it, it's just going to cause you to sin. That is the main reason that the word of God tells you not to get drunk. He says, so don't get drunk on wine. If you're going to drink wine, drink it responsibly. But instead, says Paul, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's that comparison, be, be, be filled, be saturated, be soaked, be soused in the Spirit. And in the example that he gives, he said, which will lead to you singing spiritual songs because the people at Pentecost, they looked drunk because they were, they were full of the Spirit. They were, they were so happy. They were probably singing. They were talking in different languages. And you know what people are like when they're happy? You, anybody who's, who's happy and full of joy can look like they're, they're drunk. And it's that 
It's that complete well-being that the Holy Spirit brings. Instead of leading to debauchery, when you're filled or drunk on the Holy Spirit, it leads to the fruit of the Spirit being manifest. So as we take communion in a little while, we're expecting a further and completing uh, immersion still. You say, is there any more? Absolutely, there is always more. In fact, the Greek about being filled with the Spirit means to be continuously filled, to be continuously drinking of the Holy Spirit, because actually that's the way we're called to live. Amen. So I can uh, see that behind me the guys have gathered, so I'm going to go over to here, and uh, I get the high stool. <laughs> it's because we've only got three of the little ones. Right, now... Hi, guys. Um, if we could just go down the line, and for anybody that's watching, there'll be people uh, that don't know you very well, uh, you're people that uh, perhaps are joining the broadcast for the first time, because there's been a lot of new people joining us over this weekend. And hello, if it's your first time with us this weekend, it's great to have you with us. But uh, So let's go along the line, just briefly say who you are, uh, perhaps some of the things that you get involved with at the church, so people have got that picture. And obviously, while we're doing this, I've got questions here. Oh, Alex has got his iPad as well. So us two, we can see um, some of the things coming in. So please uh, keep, uh, keep adding to that while they're doing their introduction so that we you know, aren't waiting a long time. And then just as we're ready to move on, we get all the questions. Always happens in our normal Q&As, but today we're going to be super efficient. So over to you. Hello everyone, my name's Alex and I uh, moved to Scarborough in 2011 and have been part of KF Church ever since. And nowadays I get involved with the music. Um, I'm actually on staff during the week as well, do a bit of the coffee shop and, uh, and some kids work as well, I run the Friday club and youth angels, I help out with that as well. And um, do a bit of street angels and safe haven as well. I think that, that'll, do, that'll do for now. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Sounds busy to me. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle. Oh, I've just said your name. You can say it anyway. Hi, my name is Michelle Grant and um, I oversee Community Angels and I'm here in the summit during the week as well, just doing bits and pieces, getting to know people and just up for a chat. <laughs> She's a very hard worker behind the scenes and as you can tell, somebody that's very, doesn't like to boast about what she does. She's an essential rod in this church, I tell you. Let's move to the lovely person on the end then. Hello, uh, my name's Gemma. I came to Scarborough in 2010, or to, at the end, or the beginning of 2010. And um, I came as a third year Bible college student from Ruffey. Um, and I've been serving in Kingdom Faith Yorkshire ever since. I came here, I married, I had babies, and yeah, I'm here to stay. Yay! <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a full-time mum, and I run playgroups here in the Summit Building when we're allowed to. Awesome, yes. Well, those kind of things are under constant review. Uh, these guys are also uh, being part of a leadership team I put together as we went into the pandemic, realising that... Uh, it was an opportunity really to be raising up a new generation. We're always looking to the next generation of leadership, aren't we? And so it's been an opportunity to train, to work with, and actually they've been uh, an incredibly powerful support to me. 
There's also uh, a couple of others. So Jem's uh, husband, Dan, he's part of that team. Uh, well, Martin's sort of in and out of the team, isn't he, depending on work, really. He was very heavily involved when he was on lockdown. Uh, and then we've got John and Stacey Begin as well. So it's a, it's a great team, our Corona leadership team, and they've had to make lots of difficult decisions because the world is constantly changing, as you know. The rules are constantly changing, and we just keep trying to keep abreast of them, uh, really because we want to be good citizens and we want to keep people safe. That's a priority. Friday night, we did have our very first experimental, if you like, uh, service where we let people back in the building and we followed all the directions for church services, which was one of the reasons it was a night of quiet prayer and worship. And uh, there was just a few, uh, a, a scattering of people that decided to be part of that. And um, this morning, actually, uh, of course, they've been especially blessed not being here for deeper, because just before <clears throat> the service really got away today, um, our main amp made some very loud noises, I understand. I wasn't quite here yet, uh, which it's not good when amps make that kind of noise because it means they've blown up. So there was actually no proper sound in the house here today, so it would have been a very strange deeper conference for everybody <laughs> uh, because the sound would have just been the band's monitors and maybe you could hear that Alex is in ears. So not... not not that great, really, for a conference. So praise God, we're online, and to you, I'm sure it was great. I have no idea what you heard this morning, really. Well, rough idea. It would have been great, but uh, we couldn't hear it here in the room. So, you know, God makes good of everything. Uh, let's, um, I'm going to ask these guys a couple of questions first. Um, there's, there's just a couple of things here in the chat that perhaps we'll come back to in a minute. Uh, let's, I'm going to jump right down the other end and put Gemma on the spot. Uh, look at that smile. Thanks. Gemma, tell us a little bit about what you feel God has been doing this weekend at Deeper. Okay, gosh. Um, well, one thing that really comes to mind and God's reminded me of um, over this weekend is we used to have a slate that ran at the beginning of church. And I'm not sure if it's still in there. I haven't gone and looked. And it said, um, don't come to church, be the church. And God really reminded me that this weekend, I think especially last night when he was talking to us so much about our power and authority and what God has invested in us. And for me, what God has invested in me, I spent three years at Bible college and that was a privilege. That was such an honor. Um, and then to come here and to work and to serve under Pastor Paul and our leadership team. And I was like, God, you've, you've put stuff in here. You've given me a privileged, blessed life to, to learn, to watch, to see your kingdom grow and here in Scarborough. And, I, yeah, I need to be the church. I need to stand up, as God was singing out over all of us last night, to arise and to stand. And last week's word... Um, if you guys caught it, if you didn't, go back on YouTube and have a look, but about being defiant and that arising up, that standing up, that firmness. Um, Pastor Colin did soak us so much in the richness and foundations of God's truth and who we are in Christ on Saturday oh, morning. Man. Yes, absolutely. And it was, it was <laughs> amazing to be just soaked in it and, yes, reminded, but equally go, okay, God, you don't remind us for no reason, you know, what are you telling me personally in this? What are you telling the church in this? Um, what, what new truths are you bringing out? What are you highlighting? What are you, 
wanting us to grab hold of and activate. And um, especially last night after power authority and just the last six months really of God really feeding us activation. Yeah. Don't come to church, be the church. Let's activate what God has been speaking. Let's activate just the power and the treasures that he's stored up in us. And um, let's, let's get busy with them. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, deep is not in isolation, is it? No. Uh, it's part of the flow of what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. Um, in, in part of the details for the playlist for Deep or on YouTube, if you've seen it, I put in there actually that message you just mentioned about being defiant from last week because I particularly felt that was like almost the introduction to this weekend uh, because it, it's, I don't know if it's the other side of the coin, but it, there's definitely a balance there of particularly when you're thinking about soaking and immersed, which can feel very passive. Uh, and so you've got to look at where does this passivity of just really soaking, where does that go to? Uh, and that's where that defiant message really comes in. So if you're watching and you've been having a great weekend, or even if you've joined us this morning, listen, if you just joined us this morning, do try and get a chance to listen back through the weekend. But also, uh, if you haven't heard it, I, I do recommend actually going back to last Sunday, uh, because it really feeds into um, everything that God is doing this weekend. And it hasn't, apart from Jem just now, really been mentioned, because there's so much to mention that we could talk about. Uh, before that, God was talking to us about the gifts of the Spirit, which obviously is intensely linked with this. This is why God is filling us with the Spirit, to enable us to keep flowing in those gifts. Um, Michelle, over to you. What, 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 a couple of, couple of standout things for you from uh, this weekend, maybe for you personally, your family, or others that you know. Um, I think one of the big things is the transformation and transforming our lives to serve others. I think that's been one of the big, the big um, key things that God's been speaking to us about, really. And it, and it does all link in together with what Gemma was saying, but also the reset of the church. When you think that the transformation, sometimes we can think of a, a non-believer and the physical sort of um, look that somebody has, and we need to bring them out of darkness, and that's their transformation to get to know Jesus. But also a Christian we are also going from transforming to glory to glory and that is in itself what I think God is doing is he's bringing us deeper into that relationship with him during this whole time so that we can stand and we can follow him knowing who we are in him mm. um, not needing other people to do that for us or mm you know, not feeling that transformation in our minds that when we feel guilty maybe that we haven't read our Bible for as many times as perhaps we should have done, you know, we can get these thoughts or, oh, I haven't done this and I'm a Christian and I should have done this and these thoughts come in and, you know, God wants to transform that we can take hold of these truths to say, no, actually, if I feel like God is saying I should read my Bible, then I'm going to read my Bible. I'm not going to listen to all this oh, you should have done this, otherwise you're not a real Christian. These are things that are, I feel God is renewing in us. It's like, don't have this shame of what I should be. Let's just stand in who we are to move forward in our journey all the time. Um, and I, I feel that's a big part of what God has been saying for us all, really, during this, this whole time. It's having this assurance and a stand and rise and, yeah, let's, let's move forward to what God's, 
the best that God wants for us all and work together for that encouragement and that sitting down together and listening. And Yeah, maybe I should stop then going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She always says that. Oh, yeah. And then you always want her to say a bit more because there's such wisdom. But, you know, hallelujah. Um, there's quite a few comments about that uh, many of you have found the worship uh, awesome this weekend. For example, Martin Johnson says, absolutely awesome worship again this morning. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you to the worship team, which we all echo our, our thanks to them. Of course, it's not just those guys. It's everybody that works to make it happen because if that wasn't, going on and if you guys weren't part of this it wouldn't happen it's it's got to be body just because you see some people on the camera doesn't mean they're responsible actually we're all responsible it's the prayers that the prayer room are putting in during this week coming into this weekend it's the prayers that you're making in your household it's it's the things we're doing together but uh, on that theme of uh, worship then Alex you're our music director what would you say God has been doing in the worship this weekend well um when the others were answering that question, I, I just had that phrase, you know who you are because you know who your God is. And uh, I think for me, that's what God's been doing in the worship this weekend. We, you know, we, it's all been about immersion uh, with the different words for each, each session. But, you know, we only know who we are when we are, when we know who God is. And we only know who God is when we are immersed in him, when we, when we worship him, when we're in his word. And uh, I think this weekend it's been a powerful uh, moment for that, really, of uh, spending time being fully immersed in God so we can almost recalibrate, like, this is who we are because this is who our God is. You know, I think it's easy to lose uh, focus on that. You know, that word yesterday morning by Pastor Colin was all about that. It was like, when you come to God, come as who you are and who he's made you. You know, even if something else has gone on that doesn't line up with him, and who he is in his word, that doesn't stop you being perfect in his sight. So you can come, you know, and that's something we often pray as a worship team, and we go in with that attitude every time is, um, you know, we boldly enter, because we're covered in the blood of the Lamb, we boldly come into the throne room. We go straight in there, and we should live our lives there. And so yeah, that immersion, knowing who we are, because we know who God is. And uh, yeah, it's been powerful. I mean, this morning I've, uh, for me, praise God, it was like we'd, we'd, we went even further, you know. There was a, such a powerful encounter this morning. I felt the presence of God praise here. God. Well, so. we're not finished yet, no. so stay, stay, <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, let, let's, let's move on with a couple of things that yeah. people are saying. Uh, short testimony here. Please give us those as well. You know, it, it's amazing. It, it's, it's by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony that they will know that, that, that Jesus is glorified. It's so important. Uh, particularly people of this island nation, I think we're often a little bit, uh, uh, we don't like to talk about stuff because we feel like we're boasting, but we do have to boast of the things in the Lord, not in a way that puts others down, obviously, but uh, we, we need to talk of these things because it, it lifts faith and it brings encouragement. Um, rather than talking about the things that went wrong, let's, always, let's, let's emphasize the things where we're so thankful to God for what he's doing. Um, so Jacqueline Hawkins says here that uh, Andrea's arm is so much better, praise God. Jesus, amen. Pain last night, no pain this morning. Joy, no pain. Come on, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, 
Oh, that's what we were talking about, that pain would be gone by today. If you prayed last night and you say, well, I've still got pain today, we still rebuke it in Jesus' name. All right, we don't stop. We live in expectation of that freedom. So what, uh, what else can we look at here? Um, let's throw this one at Michelle because it's a really difficult one. <laughs> look at that face. How does a, she's, she's got a degree in mission, you know, in theology. So, you know, she's Just our knowledge. expert. How does a believer recognize that they are being tossed about by different winds of doctrine? What a good question coming in from Joyce. <laughs> um, I think, well, well, God has given us his truth and his words. So unless, unless it doesn't line up with scripture... That's how one way that you can tell that you're being tossed around, basically. But at the same time, I think to prevent that from happening is sometimes we can hear lots of different stuff going on, like at the moment with all the YouTube stuff and the different um, stuff that's out there. Um, Spiritually, in in yourself, you can feel that, oh, what way should I go this way or that way? Um, And if it doesn't line up with God's words and you can talk to people around you um, then that's when you sort of know that you're getting tossed around really from to and fro. Jesus is the foundation, he's your rock Um, and he has given us these tools around us, your church family the Bible um, to know that that's where you need to go to get your your sound words really from God Um, go for the real thing don't go for the fake stuff (laughs) Oh, that's good. Let's get a little bit of opinion through the... Well, I'll use the word opinion. Jem, do you want to say anything alongside that? I, I think Michelle answered it brilliantly. I, I, think, I think she did, um, yeah. But uh, You've got to stick with the truth, haven't you? Um, and the truth, it brings fruit, it brings peace, it brings joy, um, it brings strength when it's needed. Like, y- you'll see the difference, um, I think, in the outworking and in your behaviour as well. When we're sound and we're standing on God's word, everything about us matches that. Um, I think if we're unsure or we're following different teaching, odd teaching, strange stuff, whatever comes at us, I think our behavior um, can sometimes deviate and match that. And, and ourselves might not be the best person to pick it up because it's, when it's personal, when it's you, it can be sometimes hard to recognize. And that's why Michelle said, God has given us a body. God has given us people. Um, and as last night, the scripture said, you know, we're all needed. Yes, Every I mean. last one of us, we are all needed, regardless of how you feel, you are needed um, in the body of Christ to help others um, in the body and ones that, we're, that are coming in. So we're all needed in that sense. Um, and it's great to just chat it through with people um, and, and get their ideas as well. You know, I think that's a good point that Jem said right at the end. Well, she said lots of good points, but just to pick up on that one, uh, she said other people. It's one of the questions that's very key to ask is, where has God planted me? Who, who, where am I part of a body? And it's, it's that body that's going to help you walk in truth. Sure, we can be fed and we can, uh, we can definitely find teaching from some of the powerful preachers online. There's, there's numerous preachers, for example, that are far better than I am. But actually, you want to be listening to the word uh, coming through the people you know. Not just me as a leader. I'm not talking about that even, although that's obviously part of it. 
But the, the friends that, and the other leaders that God has placed around you, those are your protection. And, and if the question is, how do you recognize you're being tossed around? It's that you've got, you, you don't feel secure. You don't know what you're standing on. You're not sure of the foundational truths of Scripture. One week, something feels different. The next week, something else feels different. The next week, something else feels different. And this is where we get to the, we need to walk by faith, not by sight. It's like, okay, Scripture says the things we were talking about last night, the things Pastor Colin was talking about in the morning, that's what Scripture says. That's what I'm going to base my life on, not when I feel different to what that truth says, I will go with that. Uh, often, somebody who is being tossed around by the waves, it's because their, their foundation is how they feel about things rather than upon the rock that is Jesus. I'm not saying emotions and feelings are bad. All these things are given by God, but we have to be on the rock that is Jesus and not how we feel. Uh, amen? I'm in. Okay. Um, that's a good question. Thank you for that one. Um, there's lots of encouraging comments like the horizon shine through the love of Jesus. How did you find that last night? I mean, was that a message to you? Arise and shine, my beautiful one. Come away with me. It's Song of Songs, uh, chapter 2, verse 10, I think. Um, here's a question. Who should we throw this one at? I'll ask you a lot. Oh, really? You think? Okay. Alex, this is for you, apparently. <laughs> uh, when lockdown is completely over, how will the church be different than, when be than before lockdown began? I'm not asking this, answering this because you've got endless me answering this on YouTube. So, Alex, over to you. Wow. How will Good church question. be different post lockdown? You know, I think we've had this focus on household and um, over the past months, and that's been a, where a lot. A lot of our teaching has been focused and uh, a lot of the encouragement, you know, what, what are you doing in your household? How are you meeting with God? And I think that will be the big difference. You know, what church should be, and maybe it hasn't been, but it can be and it should be, is um, everybody comes together and brings what's happening in their life, what God's doing in their life, to a church meeting on a Sunday. So when we worship together, you know, the way I see worship on a Sunday is it's an expression of what God's doing in our life throughout the week. It's a moment of expression of worship because it's not our only worship, obviously. Our whole lives are worship. So that's a moment of expression. So if we all come together, that's why we all lead. We all do it together because we're all expressing our worship to God for what he's done in our lives that week, that week and who he is in our lives. And, and what, not only what he's done that week, but what he's done eternally, you know? And so that's a... That's a major way I see church being different. If we all take hold of this household teaching and this household encouragement over, you know, we've taken hold of it and over however long this will go on for, um, that when we come back together individually and household, as households, we will be in that place of throughout the week meeting with God and, you know, collecting testimonies and, and of everything God's doing, you know, going out and ministering to people and and bringing those testimonies as well. And so when we come together to meet, how will church be different? Well, if we're talking about church in a meeting, then I think it will be because everyone brings their part to it fully from what's going on in their life. And church, church is already different. And I think that household church will just continue through that, yeah. you know, as well throughout yeah. the week. And house church itself, household and house church, I pray will be so much more an important part of our lives post this 
And we, we know, don't we, that God does good in all circumstances. You know, God didn't cause this pandemic, but we know he will do good out of it. The, the, the enemy always means things to harm, and then God does something brilliant and amazing and turns situations around. So what's the key thing that has happened during this pandemic? We have been forced out of our buildings. That is a clear message from God. It's not a never go back in your buildings. We're in it right now, some of us. It's, that, that's not it at all, but sometimes you have to see things from completely the other angle to realize, okay, we, we've gone too far that direction. And I think for the church nationally, uh, it, it became, the, the Sunday morning meeting was too important. It, it was too big. It, it was church. We went on going to church Sunday morning, which of course actually is nonsense. Like Jen was saying, don't come to church, be the church, that old slate that we used to have up. So it's great what you said. And, and, and it's thinking, okay, what's it going to look like? Hopefully it's going to be this 24-7 church. And we're, we're together. That's why, why we called our kids' work Jesus 24-7, not Jesus Sunday. You know? It's so important. And that's what's going to change nation. That's what's going to see people saved. It's not going to be, you know, an emphasis on huge crusades. The emphasis on individual people, individual Christians. Because God wants to use the whole body. Not the whole body to just lift up a few very special individuals, but to use the whole body to reach into the world and, and be the light in the world. Um, Sally's question here is, is probably uh, linked into this, so um, let's link that question there with this one. Um, it says, Hi Pastor Paul and team, I'm saddened when I see leaders saying, online is the new normal, Ch online is the new normal church. I know we are managing, and God is way bigger than lockdown, but do you miss corporate gathering? <laughs> what do you think, Michelle? Yeah, I think the gathering is important. Um, the gathering of God's people is definitely important. Um, it's important to, to God. It's through the Bible that God talks about the gathering of his people. Um, but at the moment, I suppose this is the way that we um, need to do things. But also, I, I mean, online church is brilliant for people that can't get to gatherings, um, so there's definitely a place for it. Um, but no, I'd, I wouldn't like to see it be the new normal. Um, and I definitely don't think it will be, but I definitely think it will be a part of the, the, the way we move forward because I think it definitely benefits um, lots of people out there, um, especially people that don't want to go into big gatherings at the moment and maybe can't or mm. just want to know a little bit about church. It's a little opening into that. Um, so it's definitely got its... It's uh, a tool, isn't it, tool, that God's yeah. given us. And I think, uh, let's imagine a world beyond the pandemic, because we will be living in that world one day. We don't know quite how soon that is, but we're going to be living in it. I don't think we're just... We're not going to chuck all this new ways of connecting, this new technology. You know, we've never been able to sit and do this as effectively as this, really. Even if we have a question and answer in the room... Uh, it's less people, there's somebody running around with a microphone. Here, literally anybody can throw their question at us without waiting for a microphone. So this, this, is, this is a great uh, use of technology, the connections during the week. I could see us having Zoom courses, particularly during winter months when it's more difficult to get out, at least up in the north, anyway. Um, so it's never going to go away, uh, and we won't be going back to exactly as it was before. What exactly it will look like, we don't fully know. 
You know, it's, this is a real adventure of following Jesus. All the things that, we, that was being said about household and house church and connection and the important, there will be still massive importance in, in the gathering. It, you know, if you miss the gathering out in the future, you will have missed what God was saying in this time. Okay, he's not saying no more gatherings. It's fundamental, the gathering of God's people. He's really just placed the emphasis on everything else. So there will be a new normal. Uh, but for now, this is our normal because it's what we normally do. So it, it's, by definition, it's just our normal. We might not uh, think, oh, let's stick with this forever. Uh, and we won't because things will change. But um, let's, as you, as you said, Sally, you know, we just, we're going to make the best of manage what we have and get the best experience and keep changing. Soft, uh, the technology keeps changing. There was another question here um, yeah, from Helen saying, will you have planned speakers for a future time in the summit? This has been so amazing though. Well, praise God that Pastor Colin could join us yesterday morning uh, and we could put that out as part of the live stream. And actually there is um, some technology uh, in beta, that means not finished yet, in the software that we use, which might enable us to have a live speaker who's in another place but is speaking live when we're running our service and we can even like talk to them virtually like this. You didn't used to be able to do that uh, except a bit by Skype but this would enable them and when they, when they spoke it would be as the same quality if you like as the rest of it. You wouldn't notice it. That's the theory anyway. So you're constantly trying to adapt to things as, as there's new technology but also it's looking forward to how do we adapt to the situation we have. Like the new rule of six at first seemed, oh, what does that mean? But then you think, well, hang on, this is an advantage. With the rule of six, we can be six together. Uh, we can, that's a small house church, but we can do it. And I know some people started Bible study again. Uh, some people would come to the cafe here to meet up, and some did Bible study here in the cafe. Of course, we're being told things might change tomorrow, but that's been our freedom, that we've got a building that we can meet in anyway. Praise God. And by the grace of God, may that continue in Scarborough. Uh, and may that continue where you are. Sorry, that was a bit mean. But uh, yeah, I'm praying specifically for Scarborough because that's where I'm sitting. Uh, let's have a quick look down. Has anybody else picked up anything? I noticed that a couple of you have got the um, things. I think we're probably just about at the end of questions uh, in terms of what people... There's lots and lots of comments about how uh, you've had a great weekend. So thank you for that. But praise God, it's all him, isn't it? Um, and people talking about it's been great to join us from different places. Um, Jacqueline says, thank you, Lord. Amazing. My first deeper, it's so deep and I feel him. Well, praise God. Uh, Jacqueline, we just pray that you continue to grow in God. And thank you for trusting us to join us mm -hmm. for this weekend. It's lovely. Uh, oh, man, there's lots of people agreeing with you, Alex. So that's good. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's begin to wind up. Gemma, any, any final thoughts uh, to everybody, really, on what God is doing these days and in our lives and through Deeper? Um, I think just to pick up and emphasise on what you guys have said, please hear my heart in this. I don't like it when people say we're in lockdown. We're not in lockdown now. It, you know, we can be a church now and we can gather with six people and we can meet with our friends. And I think it is really pushing ourselves out of our own comfort zones and our boundaries and being creative. We all have creativity in us. 
Um, and it is finding those ways to communicate and be with people and surround ourselves with people that will lift us up and encourage us. Um, so if you've struggled with that over the last, what's it, eight months or whatever, like reach out to people, reach out to friends, reach out to your house church, reach out to your, to your church leaders, to people you know in your congregation and, and just offer yourselves, be a friend to them, um, offer to get together, to speak with them. If you're uncomfortable going outside, do it, you know, find a way to do it over technology, ask for help. But there are ways to really continue church and to be the church. And I think we all have to push ourselves out of our comfort zones and just go, it is going to be different, um, but it, that's okay and you can do it. Um, so yeah, enjoy what you've got and make the most of what you've got because God, God is still speaking and doing everything through, through friends and, and through YouTube services. There's no less power or less anointing or there's nothing less in it. It's, it's God and it's great. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, I tell you what, Jem, just to enable Dan to be ready, who's doing cameras at the moment, as we're winding <laughs> up, I, we'll release you to go back okay, thank to you. cameras, and we'll just hear from these two okay. guys as well. Thanks, Jem. Round of applause, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, final thoughts? Yeah, I'm just picking up on what Gemma said, I think, that God hasn't gone anywhere. Um, God is still the same um, yesterday, today, and he will be tomorrow. Um, and to know that he's still with you in everything that we're, we're all going through, the ups and the downs, but he's, he's there and he's making us stronger through it. And I do believe he's doing, he's doing new things in us. Um, and, that's to, and I think we need to take hold of that um, and allow him to do that um, and to just transform us into these new things. And they will be something good, like Pastor Paul said. God always makes good of what seems bad or has been... You know, we've gone down in our dips of life, but God always makes something good of it. So, yeah, I think just remember, just hold on that God is <laughs> he's there with us in all this. Amen. Alex? Yeah, um, yeah I think I would just come as encouragement that, that let's take hold of this opportunity. Um, in the Word it says, take hold of every opportunity, you know, and... You know, this is an opportunity. Church has changed, but also it's going further. We have, we have people watching this that wouldn't normally come to our service, and that's, that's awesome. I know others in the church are getting out there and spreading the word of God on the street in a safe way that they can. You know, and people are, I think people are open to the word and they're open to, the, to God. They're open to hear about him because it is a strange time because things have been questioned in our lives. And but, you know, deeper-wise as well, let's just take all this opportunity from where we are now and going forward. Let's not, um, let's not go backwards, but let's go forwards and continue to be immersed in God, to know who He is so we know who we are, and continue to take hold of those opportunities as we go forward to meet with Him and, and to meet together in, in any way we can and to grow in Him. So that, yeah, I think I saw a couple of comments of like, so when we come back together... There'll be, a, there'll be so much more diversity in the church of people bringing things and, and you know, it just, it'll just, it'll be, I'm so, I'm, personally, I wanted to address that question earlier. I'm very excited for a time <laughs> we can meet together again. Yes, and I imagine absolutely. that it'll be a, a, a very loud praise party if that 
can happen, you know, and we can sing and everything. So, yeah, oh, but whenever that on. might I'm happen. I'm looking forward to that day um, of the loud praise party. I love soaking, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. I also love loud praise loud parties. Loud praise party, everyone dancing and singing. It's going to be good. But, um, you know, this is where we're at now. Let's take all the opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah, make the most of every opportunity, I believe Scripture says. So we're just yes. being scriptural. You know, I, when I, 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 I looked on YouTube um, before I left this morning, uh, just to look through that everything was still there and in the right place, and I noticed that like for our Friday night service was heading towards 400 views. Uh, and a lot of those views would have been groups of people. Well, we can't get 400 people sitting here, so... That's just making the most of, of every opportunity. And, um, you know, and, and that's actually, this is a real one of those plug moments. I only just thought of it, but that's why we ask you to like these videos. It, it means YouTube are more likely to put them up on people's pages so more people get to see them. So please do click that like button. I know some of you are watching on smart televisions and that doesn't let you do that, but that's okay. Although sometimes some people, I know Brian and Shona do this, they have their TV on, uh, but then they have, they have a phone so that they can comment and, and like things as well. So you, you can do that as well. And if you've never subscribed, do subscribe. That means you, you, it's easier for you to find us. And if you tick notifications, it'll also tell you when Light to North uh, puts up a new video. So you won't miss anything that's coming up. We're not putting up so many now that we are also engaged in the sort of the more daily things of life, but we still are intending to try and keep things going there on Light to North, even if it's like special weekends like this, which of course have just rocketed up the, the, the numbers of people watching Light to North. So please do that. The, the liking, the subscribing, and also there's a little bell. Gemma's giving me a thumbs up from behind the computer over there. Are people liking? Another 12 likes, thank you very much. I think liking. 15 now. Okay, it's going up. Are the numbers of subscribers going up? <laughs> Liking might be the easiest form of evangelism. It, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the, the least costly form of evangelism that you could probably ever do is to like a video on Light to North. <laughs> there is nothing easier than that one. And yeah, it works. It does work. <laughs> well, praise God. Thanks. I know Jem's back over there behind the computer, but thanks very much to the team. And this is new. You know, this, we, we haven't had a, a speaker today. We've had four speakers uh, sharing the word together through a Q&A format. And actually, it's, it's been an opportunity for everybody to be involved in sharing word and testimony. And again, I think that's part of seeing what God is doing. Not that God will remove preaching. I don't think he will. It's a God-given gift and tool for us to use. But it's also still looking at innovative ways to, to do that and to move on. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.